Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. My name is Ray and I'll be your host for the hour as I am every week as we trip fantastically into understanding more clearly, more concisely, and more basically how to live an extraordinary life understanding these laws of attraction. And even though I'm flying solo this week, I'm going to have a lot of friends along for the ride, both our channels and also some interesting information from a new author that I mentioned to you a bit ago um, on last week's show. I want to explore this topic that I heard about in Anita Morjani's new book, Dying to Be Me. Many of you might have heard about her um, on the numerous shows to which she's being featured, specifically the spiritual shows, but also she is a feature um a featured part of Wayne Dyer's new book, Wishes Fulfilled. Anita Morjani, I think, represents an extraordinary story, but also from a very ordinary perspective. And so she handles both the ability to see from the perspective of her physical life, her everyday life, but also because of the experiences that she had, she also got a very clear glimpse of the divine. She got a clear understanding of who we really are and much like the channels that we talk about every week on this show, she was able to really get a whole complete picture of who and what we are. Now her experience and her journey was around the experience of cancer specifically and her story is amazing and I highly, highly recommend that you get it either in audiobook form or written form. And you can even get an ebook now if you have one of those ebook readers. The story is an amazing trajectory of the experience of cancer, which culminated at the end of her journey in a near death experience, which allowed her to have some magnificent insights as to who and what we really are. And after that near death experience, she had a spontaneous remission from a cancer that should have killed her. If we look at the ordinary ideas of of cancer, she was so far down the line in what the expectations of our current medical community would deem curable, and yet she had a spontaneous remission. And in her book, she goes into great detail as to 
um, how that happened, why that happened, but more importantly, some of the insights that she brought back from that experience. And what I'd like to do in the first part of today's show is bring up something that she talks about toward the end of her book. And again, we're talking about Anita Morjani and her new book, Dying to Be Me. At the end of her book, she writes this extraordinary bit of of information about how she really sees that our ability to manifest is more a practice of allowing than it is even of attraction. And as all of you know, we talk about attraction in great detail on this show. So it really caught my my insight. It caught another level of understanding that we might just be working harder than we need to once again. And as she writes, and I'll read a little bit of her book, as she writes, there is an opportunity for us to allow that which we have already created, which Abraham has said over and over again, it is done. It is done. It is really about just allowing and not working so hard to try to make things happen. Of course, it was such an extraordinary experience for many of us when we heard The Secret for the first time or we read a metaphysical book or we heard uh, Charles Fillmore or some of the great metaphysicians talk about how we create our own reality. But it is so extraordinary beyond that to know that we really truly can allow in that which we are wanting without great efforting, striving, or even positive thinking. Oh my. I'll go ahead and read an excerpt again from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me. You can check out her website at dyingtobeme.com or also um, a website with just her name, Anita Morjani, M-O-O-R-J-A-N-I, morjani.com. Uh, with information about uh, this experience, but let's let's read a little captive uh, part of her book and uh, go deeper into this understanding of attraction versus allowing. Anita writes, Although I strongly believe that the best thing I can do for myself and others is to consciously keep myself uplifted and do what makes me feel happy, You may be surprised to learn that I don't advocate positive thinking as a blanket prescription. It's true that since all of life is connected, keeping myself in high spirits has a larger impact, as it is also what I'm putting out there to the whole. However, even when I notice negative thoughts creeping in, it seems best to allow them to pass through that experience through acceptance and without judgment. When I try to suppress or force myself to change my feelings, the more I push them away, the more they push back. I just allow it to all flow through me without judgment, and I find that the thoughts and emotions will pass. As a result, the right path for me unfolds in a totally natural way, letting me be who I truly am. Again, that's an excerpt from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me. And what I find so extraordinary about that passage is that, you know, as we talk about this on the show every week, I truly believe that we're working too extraordinarily hard now at even trying to understand the law of attraction. Isn't that ironic that we have found these beautiful laws and now we're working at them so hard 
that we are actually resisting them and our ability to create in a more fluid and graceful way. And that it has happened that positive thinking in and of itself has become rather a strident mandate. And I think that it is not allowing us the more subtle, the more graceful understanding that our feelings and emotions are coming up to simply be expressed and not suppressed. And that to have negative emotions is not a a reason to um, exhibit great alarm and push it away and try to, you know, think something else through great efforting. But as she puts the ability to just allow it, allows the emotions to come and go and give us the freedom to then be truly who we are. And sometimes that means having a negative experience, having a negative emotion. And to really know that that in and of itself is also grace. Anita continues to write, Sweeping statements such as negative thoughts attract negativity in life aren't necessarily true and can make people who are going through a challenging time feel even worse. It can also create fear that they're going to attract even more negativity with their thoughts. Using this idea indiscriminately often makes people going through seemingly tough times feel as if they're feel as if they're bad for attracting such events, and that's just not true. If we start to believe that it's our negative thoughts that are creating any unpleasant situations, we can become paranoid about what we're thinking. On the contrary, It actually has less to do with our thoughts than with our emotions, especially with what we feel about ourselves. Again, I'm reading an excerpt from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me, and I just love how this dovetails so beautifully with the Abraham work, that it is not about positive thinking alone, although that is a tool, and that we shouldn't push against our negative thoughts or try to make them go away. On the contrary, we want to allow our emotions to uh, to give us information, but to pass through us. To And I think many of us know that when we allow an emotion, negative specifically, that it does dissipate rather quickly. Where if we avoid that negative emotion and fear it and run from it, it actually can have a life of its own that goes way beyond its ability to assist us. And I think that's also what Abraham is talking about, that we need to, you know, remember it is about our feeling state, but that is a constantly moving state. And to not freak out, I love that word when they use it, to not freak out uh, when we find ourselves uh, having a a negative bout, um, that this is really part of a balanced experience in the physical world. But this question about how we feel about ourselves really is something that Anita comes back to in her book over and over again about how we love ourselves unconditionally is so key to our ability to be a powerful creator in this world, in this physical experience, and frankly, to have a life connected to spirit. She continues to write in her book, Dying to to Be Me. It's also not the case that attracting positive things is simply about keeping upbeat. I can't say this strongly enough, but our feelings about ourselves are actually the most important barometer for determining the condition of our lives. 
In other words, being true to ourselves is more important than just trying to stay positive. Wow. Can I get a whoop whoop? (laughs) I mean, I really do think that it is that underlying understanding of who we are and loving ourselves for, for everything that we are, positive, negative included, that allows us to truly connect to source in an authentic and satisfying way. But this diligence, staying positive when things are going uh, haywire in our lives, I think is just a, a ridiculous type of mandate that we that we metaphysicians out there, that us practicing new thought, can sometimes, you know, mistakenly try to uh, to expedite with each other that this is how we create that it is about this staying positive no matter what. And and I think what's so beautiful about her writing is that she's really telling us that it is more important that we have this unconditional love for ourselves that allows us to have these negative thoughts um, that simply pass through us and give us an expansion point. As Abraham often says, once we know what we don't want, once we have an experience of not wanting, we're so much clearer about what we do want. So it's all good, truly all good. Nothing is left out of the creative experience. So we don't have to put a happy face sticker on an empty gas tank, as Abraham often says, because it simply uh, keeps the the situation in play because we're resisting the emotion that is responding naturally to the experience. There's so much more room than I think we actually give ourselves. And it is exciting to start thinking about more this word of allowing than even attracting. I mean, I'm a big fan of the word attracting, as you all know. But I feel as if these teachers, the channels, and this beautiful author is telling us that there's more to it than this, you know, understanding the laws of attraction and working them, which is kind of funny in a spiritual sense because truly they are who we are, just like gravity. We can't work it. It is uh, all around us. It is simply an understanding of how these laws are, are there for us to experience life more fully, more joyfully. And so she continues to write, and again, I'm reading excerpts uh, for today's show from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me, an extraordinary odyssey uh, that really chronicles her experience of uh, of cancer and then a spontaneous remission after a near-death experience. And I highly recommend that you get the book for the full Uh, for the full capture of it. But what we're focusing on on today's show is this idea that it's not just about attracting, but it is this broader sense of allowing, allowing ourselves to feel negative and positive, allowing our thoughts to both be negative and positive. And I think that when we understand that that it is all part of our experience. We don't have to push against so much that which doesn't feel good. And when we don't push against it, it dissipates so much quicker. Anita writes further in her book in this small section of Chapter 17, I allow myself to feel negativity about things that upset me because it's much better to experience real emotions than to bottle them up. And once again, it's about allowing what I'm actually feeling rather than fighting against it. The very act of permitting without judgment is an act of self-love. I just want to take a moment to think about that. 
The very act of permitting, she writes, the very act of permitting without judgment is an act of self-love. How often we severely judge ourselves when we are simply trying (laughs) to experience our lives authentically. And I think it's so beautiful to really stop and release judgment. She continues to write, This act of kindness toward myself goes much further in creating a joyful life than falsely pretending to be optimistic. How many of us have experienced that push to feel optimistic? And sometimes I feel like I'm doing it even in the midst of the people that I want to be the most authentic, especially if I know that they're they're metaphysics folks and they're positive thinking folks. It is that push to want to, you know, feel optimistic no matter what. And I think that there's so much room that we can give each other to just truly feel where we are and not have to be putting on any kind of false premises because uh, we have been taught certain mechanics of, of the law of attraction. Anita Morjani continues to write, Sometimes when we see someone who's really upbeat, effervescent, and kind, but whose life is crumbling, we may think, see, this being positive thing doesn't work. But here's the issue. We don't know that individual's inner dialogue. We don't know what other people are telling themselves day in and day out or whether they're emotionally happy. And most important, we don't know whether they love and value themselves. Anita continues to write, Because of what I realized in my near-death experience, I feel it is so important to not have judgment and fear toward myself. When my inner dialogue is telling me that I'm safe, unconditionally loved and accepted, I then radiate this energy outward and change my external world accordingly. My outer life is actually only a reflection of my inner state. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that exactly what we're all striving to do? We really just want to feel safe, unconditionally loved and accepted. And I think oftentimes we're running around trying to make things happen so that we can feel safe, unconditionally loved and accepted. And yet here it is, right here, right now, our ability to simply embrace that feeling. So it is an opportunity for us to sit back and take a breath and wonder how much are we working at this attraction thing and how much more fun could we be having if we simply allowed ourselves to be authentically who we are, having the positive and negative emotions as they come and go, having the positive and negative Uh, thoughts as they come and go, and just release them. Allow and release and just know that it is possible to connect without working so hard, that our connection to source is inevitable. It is omnipresent. And I'll continue with this last segment from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me. She writes, every segment of time is totally unique and at each moment has passed. It can't be replicated in this physical plane. I've learned to be comfortable with that and to live in the moment. As much as possible, I try not to carry any emotional baggage from one instant to the next. 
Instead, I try to see each moment as a clean slate, bringing with it new possibilities. So I do what uplifts me or brings me the most pleasure and joy at the time. And while that might mean meditating, it could also mean I go shopping or eat chocolate, if that's what I feel like. I've been reading from Anita Morjani's book, Dying to Be Me, and I really hope that we can start to see this difference between working and attracting and simply allowing the good that is our birthright, that is already here, right here, right now. <sighs> Let's take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignedRadio.com. We, if you're just joining us, we've been uh, really exploring uh, a new book that's come out by Anita Morjani called Dying to Be Me. And it, it really is an extraordinary uh, opportunity for us to look at the difference between the energy of allowing and the energy of attracting as we know it. And of course, the the energy of attraction is, is there for our benefit. But we can try to get our hands around it a little bit too much in forcing to make things happen. And there is this beautiful energy of what Anita and many of our non-physical teachers call the, the power of unconditional love. And this is not a silly love song kind of love. 
this unconditional love is what is really holding up the planet. It is everywhere. It is everyone, even in the seeming contrast, even in the seeming negative. It is this energy of unconditional love that these teachers have been telling us is really at the core energetically of who and what we are. So when we don't hold this unconditional love for ourselves as the embodiment of that expression of spirit, we really don't allow ourselves to be the powerful creators that we are, to experience the life that we've come here to live. So we go back to how are we feeling about ourselves how are we speaking to ourselves? How are we allowing ourselves to move in and out of this emotional scale, high, low? And can we find more room, more opportunity to allow ourselves to be authentically in the moment, good, bad, or indifferent? We are truly alive in a magical universe of unconditional love. It is that awakening, that transparency, that makes things so interesting. And to dovetail on that, I want to play a little bit of a track from our friends, uh, the Communion of Light, which is an energy channeled by our friend Frank Butterfield, who we've been really focusing on in the last couple months because of his extraordinary ability to capture concepts and lay them out in a tangible everyday attraction fashion that is obviously a very reminiscent of the energy that we know as Abraham from Esther Hicks. So it is my great pleasure to to know Frank and to work um, with him as a part of the village, which is the communion of lights expression you can find out on their website more about the village, which is is a culmination of weekly teleconferences where Frank um, opens up to the communion of light and taps into that that knowingness, that wholeness, that place of deep, profound wisdom, and allows people to ask questions of their lives. And so uh, today I'd like to replay a recent teleconference uh, where Frank really, and the communion of light, talk specifically of this unconditional love and our ability to relax a bit more and not necessarily run around (laughs) trying to make things happen in our understanding of the laws of attraction. And so let's play this excerpt from the communion of light. This content is played uh, courtesy of Frank Butterfield. And again, if you'd like to explore more of what the village is doing there, uh, you can go to communionoflight.com. Here we go. You're never running out of things to think about. But of course, the point here is not to get good at thinking, just like it's not to get good at this, that, or the other. The point here is to enjoy what you're having. And and, And yes, if you're running around trying really hard to enjoy something, you're missing the point. Right. It's an opening. It's a relaxation. At some point, it might be just easier to just turn on the television and let someone else help you do the thinking for a while. Yeah. We're not suggesting you should or shouldn't do any one thing, but what we're saying is that there probably is something outside of you that might be a little helpful to read a book, to even just take a nap, or to sit and doze for a little while, maybe in the sunshine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's that's real good. Thank but you. again, if you do anything in order to get somewhere, that's not a magical life, is it? No, not at all. It, it feels too effortful, actually. <laughs> and that's the opposite. Indeed. What's magical about your life is the fact that it exists. Yes. First and foremost. You see, we love to say things like, unconditional love is not only inside of you, it's outside of you. It surrounds you, it enfolds you, it holds you. It's in everything that you look at. So you can't really go anywhere without it. You can't go anywhere where it does not exist. You can't do anything, you can't say anything. The fact that you can do so much of what you can do is because of unconditional love, including all the ways in which you go down roads and paths that you really, really don't like. I think that with uh, more unstructured time that I have right now, uh, some of the thoughts that come up are what hasn't yet manifested. And so, uh, um, in a sense, it's uh, acknowledging that those, you know, that I can have those thoughts and then trying to sort of redirect myself to focus on, you know, just, and I say to myself, you know, uh, let it go, just drop it. Um but in in a sense, I guess I just wanted to say, I think I'm working too hard at dropping the things I've thought I wanted uh, or moving them. You know, it's like just, you know, like don't, it, it's almost like not focusing on anything that I thought I wanted before um, to just enjoy what is present. Indeed, because then what you do is you drop the resistance to having it. Because uh-huh. you're no longer looking at it as something to be done or accomplished or to be had in some way. And then what's so magical about all of this is that it becomes very clear. This is the next step, this is the next step, this is the next step. Now whether that happens tomorrow or the next day or the next day, when you're in that space it doesn't really matter because what you've done is you've said, no, it's inevitable. Yes. It's beyond inevitable. It's here. It's a little bit like knowing that your package is at the post office, but the post office is closed yeah. because it's Sunday. Yes. And you can, you'll, it will be there tomorrow when you go on Monday. Yes. So it's not really that big of a deal. It's there already. You know it's there. Okay. Thank you. I definitely, uh, definitely feel better. Very good. We thank you very much for your very delicious question. You've just been listening to Frank Butterfield as he channels the communion of light, answering questions sort of on our everyday level of how we work with this information that we know, this law of attraction information. And what we're doing is getting into the more subtle recesses of understanding that it, it truly is more about being open, present, and relaxed than it is working it to change our thoughts, to change our emotions, to get it right, to do our affirmations, all of that, when done with an energy to try to get something done, actually stops the very experience that we are wanting. I love how Frank talked about the openness and the relaxation that can stop the momentum 
that sometimes drives us. And he even said, you know, maybe sometimes you might even need to watch TV for a minute. Well, I'd, I'd suggest the Food Network. Always a good day on the Food Network. <laughs> you know, if you just need to stop the momentum of the relentless, what do I do next? How do I deal with this? I think we've all been gripped by the needing to try to do. Um, but you know, trying hard to enjoy something is truly missing the point of our extraordinary lives. <laughs> you know, and, and there was one, uh, one quote there that I really wanted to highlight, and that is, you know, doing anything to get somewhere is not a magical life. And that's really what I think at the core we're all wanting is that that knowing that all is truly unfolding in a magnificent way so that we can release to the contrast, release to the challenges, and know that something is happening, something is expanding, and that there is nothing out of order that isn't finding order through the journey. Your life, the fact that your life exists at all is magical. I think sometimes in our rush to get it done, to figure it out, we don't stop enough and look at the remarkable nature of our planet. It is breathtaking. And this understanding of this core energy of unconditional love, that it is everywhere, inside, outside, and it's holding everything together, even that which seems out of order. It is what is the mechanism the blueprint, the grid, as Abraham would say, beyond the surface. It is that unconditional love. And it is so important to enjoy that presence, to enjoy it, and to really understand that when we release and allow, the next step, the next action point, the next thought is given to us step by step by step. You know, it is enjoying the unfolding, the dropping the resistance to have it. There is this moment um, that Frank, I think, put so beautifully through the communion of light there that my good is beyond inevitable, beyond inevitable. Oh, that's the name of a book, Beyond Inevitable. And so I can relax and know that even through the splashing of the water, as my friend Janice would say, there is a deep underground knowing that is coming through your experience. And then I love this energy, and we hear this so many times with our metaphysical teachers, this understanding that it is done already as we have desired it so in the unmanifest, in the vibrational world. And so we can think of it like our package is at the post office, but it's Sunday, so it's closed, but it's there. On Monday, you will go get it. It is already done. So your thoughts, your actions are coming from a perspective of it already being delivered, not in this fervent, endless need to get it created. I think it is a misunderstanding of the laws, and we are learning the fine-tuning of this advanced technology. And we've been, you know, understandably, a clunk, having some clunkiness around um, some of the information that um, 
that we've known before, but there is a fine tuning. There is even a better, easier way always unfolding. So it doesn't mean all the things that we've learned are wrong. It's just that we're building upon them in an elegant, gorgeous way to more fully enjoy that which we've already created from a metaphysical standpoint. It is really interesting to get into that space of beyond inevitability, your good, your expansion, your desires. And when you come from that place, there is an opportunity to truly drop into the moment and experience life from a whole different perspective. And we get a taste of what this unconditional love truly is. And I'm so grateful for these teachers and these um, these spirits who are willing to travel in and out of this realm and that other realm of full knowing and to bring back these gorgeous nuggets of information so that we can release even more our striving to get it right and release the need to push away negative emotion or negative contrast, the need to be always so bright and shiny and happy. (laughs) We release the need to be happy so that we can truly embrace the happiness that is at our core. Because again, you know, anytime we try to do something to get somewhere, we have introduced the resistance Because that which we are wanting is already fully present. Oh my. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. You know, speaking of the experience of unconditional love, as many of you have been hearing, we're going on this cruise. This cruise, this magnificent Unity Online. online radio cruise in November 2012. And I think it's going to be more than just your average day at sea. I think it's really going to be a magnificent experience because we're holding this idea that this is an opportunity as opportunity for us to awaken in the moment to the brilliance and magnificence of what we already are. And so I hope if you're considering, if you're thinking about joining us on the cruise, that you'll hop over to the website at unity.fm forward slash cruise and explore it a little more deeply and just say yes to it. We're going to have a wonderful time. Janice and I will be putting on some workshops, but also just, you know, having an opportunity to be together, to look at each other and say, I know who you really are. It'll be extraordinary. And to be surrounded by that those positive ions or negative ions in the ocean, (laughs) giving us positive, positive feelings of being alive. We're going to take a quick break when we come back a little bit more about the opportunity to allow and even relax the need to attract. We'll be right back. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, a trip. 
treat yourself to more A little more summer, a little more sun A little less work and a lot more fun A little more beach, a little more sand A little less stress and a lot more tan Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed welcome back from the break you're listening to everyday attraction here on unity online radio and alignedradio.com If you're just joining us, we're talking about this new fine-tuned understanding about the difference between simply allowing the good that is already present and available for us, even through the tough times, um, as opposed to trying so hard to make things happen with our brilliant knowledge of law of attraction, that there is an opportunity for us to simply connect to that unconditional love, that that inner being, that that higher guidance, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, your angels manifest. It is that need to know that that presence is available to us, that it is here to help us. And it is really the extraordinary experience of allowing our life as it is showing up, allowing what is to be an opportunity for an opening for that connection with source, not resisting, not trying to make something different and not trying to get it right. And to really culminate that understanding, I'm going to play another delicious track from our friend Frank Butterfield and the communion of light as he um, entertains a question from a young woman who simply asks, how can I connect to my guides, not because I need to get something done, not because I'm desperately in need for their um, information and advice, but simply for the extraordinary experience that that is. So again, we are listening to, or going to listen here to a Communion of Light segment, and it is uh, replayed courtesy of Frank Butterfield and the Communion of Light And if you are enticed to join one of these calls, you can check out The Village at communionoflight.com. Again, that's www.communionoflight.com. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Here we go. My question was about um, connecting with my guides. And I was really excited to ask this question because, like, the intention changed from what it was before. Before it was like, oh, I need to ask my guides what my life purpose is. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, that just sounds really fun. And I just think that would be such a cool experience and like, you know, just kind of on that level. But I guess specifically what I want to know is 
like what my individual process might be for sort of connecting with that. Um, I don't think this is going to be something that, you know, that I learned by reading about in a book or something like that, but I just wanted to get, I just wanted to connect with you on this topic. Well, when you have an inner dialogue with yourself, and we don't mean necessarily that it would involve words, is it like a movie? Is it like a conversation? Or is it like a series of images and pictures? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I think probably closer to like a series of pictures or something. Would you rather read about something, hear about it, or get your hands dirty learning how to do it? Um, get my hands in it, just like kind of going for it. Like, yeah, the experiential kind of way. <laughs> just playing with this, playing with that. All right, so here's what we would suggest. Now remember that your helpers are here to help you. That's the first thing. And the reason why we say that over and over and over again is because there's often the idea that many of you bring to this subject where you think that your guides, your helpers, your angels, however you refer to them, that they're here somehow or another for you to serve or you to do what it is that they tell you to do. Oh, I just I appreciate you saying that because I can I think I definitely used to feel that way, but I think I'm real excited that I don't feel that way anymore and I just think it would be it's yeah, it's not about that at all. It's not even about asking big questions. It's just about like feeling that intimate connection and like feeling that that specific um feeling of source energy, you know. So that's really it's very personal. It's very it's very intimate. That's basically where I'm going with this. Well, the thing that we would suggest for you, quite specifically, considering where you are in relationship to this topic, is that we would suggest that you think about a time in the past or imagine what it would feel like to be around a large table, perhaps in a busy restaurant or a bar, and you're just having a very, very, very delightful, convivial conversation with people that you really, really like. That you just you sit there and you get all goosebumpy just being around them because you think, well, she's just the coolest thing ever and he's just so amazing and they're just so much fun to be around. Can you imagine such a thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, imagine that what's happening here is that that the topic of conversation is you. That's what everybody is talking about. But not from that perspective of, do you remember when this happened and we did this and we did that? And not from the perspective of, have you thought about maybe changing your hair or doing this or getting some new clothes or let me tell you what this person was saying about you that you need to know? Nothing like that. And nothing really embarrassing where they're saying, you're just the most amazing person ever. Although that's really what's underneath the entire conversation. But only in a way that you can really receive. Not because your helpers are moderating what they're saying, but because they're not resistant to who you are, unlike, let's say, your human friends would be. Not because there's something wrong with them, but just because you're all resistant. That's why you're here. You're resistant. You have resistance. You're going right. to come across very few people in your lifetime 
who don't want to change you or fix you in some way, even for the most benign of reasons. So imagine that you're there with these friends who are just the best people to hang out with and have some stories of their own when you ask them that are just far out and fun and freaky and just so much so much fabulousness and who are extremely entertaining and who are just so much fun to hang out with. Now imagine that around that table that without having to coax or coerce or manipulate or really get anybody to go anywhere, what if you just said, look, I've had a really shitty day. It has been awful. Or it's been boring. Or I don't know what to do next. Or whatever it is. And you come to that table and you say, look, you know what I would really love is I would love your viewpoint on all of this. And you tell me, let me lay it out. And then I'd love to get your feedback. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'd love to get your intuition on this. I'd love to hear your perspective on it. And so you begin to lay out the story. And what happens is that these friends, they never once believe the versions or the parts of your story where you did something wrong or someone else did something wrong. All they hear is how you want relief. That's all they can hear. And it's the kind of thing where it's like when you say, well, how can I really get back at that guy? They're all kind of peering at you, leaning in. Did you just say something? We can't hear you. The volume in the restaurant's too loud. Can you say that again? What did you just say? Or they might say to you, well, that's probably not what you really want in some form or fashion. Probably what you really want is just to feel better. So imagine having these kinds of conversations where you're just laying it out and you're saying, yeah, this is, this is what's going on. Or just imagining, imagine being there with a nice little cocktail in your hand and having a really wonderful time and maybe not even really remembering what was discussed but just remembering that it's been a lot of fun. It's kind of like your virtual eternal happy hour where you're always a little bit buzzed but never really drunk, where the food's really, really, really tasty but you never get full and you're never hungry. You just enjoy it for what it is, where the company is stellar and amazing, continuously fascinating, always focused on you, but not in a weird, sort of embarrassing, sort of overly done sort of way, but just really always there for you. And when you go there and you say, okay, so tell me about your day, and they say, well, and whatever it is that they say is so interesting and fascinating, some of which you don't completely understand, but it's really, really, really good. Hmm. That's how we would suggest that you get into this. Imagine that. Imagine that and begin to develop your inner ear and your inner eye and your inner hands, for that matter, and your inner tongue and your inner nose (laughs) and your inner liver, so to speak. Start developing those inner devices for hearing and seeing and listening and speaking. Because it's it's all part of like a movie, isn't it? It's all part of like, imagine there's just a camera that just keeps going round and round and round the table. Not so that you're dizzy, but just so that you can see everything. That's and perfect. You can see, indeed. And so you can see what they look like and what it feels like and how it works and 
and all that really good stuff, and then take advantage of it. Use it, practice it. Go to that table, to your universal happy hour, and ask them for whatever it is that you want to ask them or just hang out and be there for as long as you want. In a way, in a way, when you croak, that's what it's going to be like. That's really cool. <laughs> that's See, that's, I'm so happy I brought this question because I could sense, like, sort of a newness. Like, oh, like, it doesn't have to be this big deal. It doesn't have to be this really serious, you know, thing. It can be, you know, exactly what I want it to be. And so this is, like, oh, this is, like, way better than I even <laughs> pictured. So I'm just, I'm so in love with with all of what you've said, and that's just delightful. <laughs> very good. Very good. And we thank you very much for your very, very delicious question here. Oh, my. I think we are uh, the only spiritual show <laughs> that would recommend that you experience God like a really great cocktail party. <laughs> I just love that dialogue. Um so clear and so palpable and so understandable that our guides are here to really remind us of the extraordinary opportunity we have to be in existence, period. <laughs> that it's not about a big question, but it's simply about, you know, having a really great, connected, intimate, personal time with this broader knowing so that when we move into the smaller cramped places of physical life where things get very difficult at times and very um, emotionally charged and when things can be so painful that there is this deep anchor coming back to this personal intimate relationship with this broader knowing and how much do you love this idea of what it really is like to experience God's source, your personal connection to that broader knowing. It's like, as Frank said, getting, it's like being a little buzzed, but never totally drunk. <laughs> and being at a great cocktail party where the discussion is beautiful, intimate, all about you, but not in an uncomfortable way but in a supportive, beautiful way. Oh, God, I just laughed when I heard that. And I really wanted to share that perspective with you because I think we've all felt that moment at a great party, at a great dinner party, a great cocktail party, where, it, where you just feel so very alive. And from our friends, the Communion of Light, what they have communicated back to us is that party is going on all the time that there is this energy that is surrounding us that can't quite hear our desperation, but is holding us in the knowing that we are so much more than we might be telling stories about. Oh, I hope you have enjoyed this hour as much as I have enjoyed putting it together for you. And may we take on our next weeks, months, years in a level of relaxed knowing that no matter how high the mountain, we are propelled by an unseen force that allows us to relax, sit back, take a sip, and remember you are truly, infinitely, inevitably, 
unconditionally loved. All is well. We'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. In a world that accepts mediocrity, conformity, and limitation, we are being called to shatter previously held beliefs about what is possible and live bigger, bolder, and more outrageously. As we explore cutting-edge ideas, people, teachings, and practices, we will settle for nothing less than a life lived with passion and purpose. Join Reverends Robin Ryder and Robin Ferguson live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Time and explore what it is like to live your life out loud. Rebels with a Cause, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.